Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi, and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy. And I'm Leslie. And we've been watching reality TV for like, oh, I don't know, like 30 years between the two of us. Would that make us experts in trash? We are experts in trash, but we still get stuff wrong. I mean, 30 years and we still can't figure this out. Yeah, we know nothing. So I think together we can learn what it's like to fall in love on reality TV. Here's hoping. Hey guys, welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy and I'm your co-host. And I'm Leslie. Hey, Amy. Hey, Leslie. How are you? I'm much better than you because <laughs> there's a reason why we're so late. And it's because our amazing Amy had a little issue over the weekend. <laughs> we were going to record Sunday morning, right? Sunday morning? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sunday morning. And so Saturday night, my kids wanted to go to, was this something when you were a kid, a haunted hayride? I never got to go to them, but I heard people that would go to them. Yeah. Did you grow up in New York? Yeah, New York. So okay. we didn't have those. So you but didn't but really, here, yeah. my cousins, because they lived in Connecticut, like okay. they would talk about that. Okay. Yeah. So it's a thing here. So they wanted to go to the haunted hayride. It was about eight o'clock. I'm like, okay, fine. I put them in my car. They all pile in. I do what I always do. Hit my garage button, get in my car, do my thing. My garage door has been kind of sticky lately. And mm -hmm. it's stuck, but I didn't know it. And it's stuck like halfway up, but high enough up that I couldn't see it in my mirror or my rear view <gasps> camera. Oh, no. So I just whoosh, gunned it backwards and smashed my entire garage door out. <laughs> oh, my God. So did you like smash into the house or just the no, little garage door? Just the garage door. So oh, thank God. Timmy had to come out and he, what I called rage fixed it, where he was screaming <laughs> and raging and trying to fix the He got it like somewhat fixed. I'm so impressed. You have no idea. Wow, he like bent good. all these things back into place and restrung the whole door. And oh my God, it was. But anyway, I spent all day Sunday helping him. So. I was like, yeah. Leslie, I cannot, I cannot. Plus, I was so shaky and upset yeah. because, like, to replace a garage door is, like, $3,000. Like, I don't have that kind oh of money. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't even listeners. know. I'm not making that much. Yeah. See, I didn't even know the price of that because I live in an apartment. So I wouldn't yeah. even think about how expensive that would be. It's a lot. And, you know, who has that kind of money laying around? Nobody. Wow. So, if well. you're a rich housewife, <laughs> fake rich you know you have that kind of money and then you'll go to jail like Jen Shaw eventually there yeah. you go there you go so I, I heard somebody I'm Amy gonna, just glasses over <laughs> I'm gonna make a housewives reference ready okay I was listening to a podcast about sister wives which mm -hmm. you know is like my favorite show it's the best fucking show on television right now <laughs> and Cody that piece of shit 
made some kind of reference to Christine. Like he doesn't want her to go to Christine and take or go to Utah and take truly because the state of Utah is going to try to get truly off of me. And these podcasters that I listen to, shout out to Ace and Caitlin. Um, Ace goes, or no, I think Caitlin goes, Utah has other things to worry about. They have Jen Shaw. Exactly. Is that a they thing? do. Can I make yeah. a, a housewives reference? Yeah, okay. she is a Salt Lake City housewife. There we go. So, BravoCon was last week, you guys. I did not go because I do not have those kind of coins, girl. We got six listeners. We I do not we have went coins. To BravoCon. No, I was just living vicariously through other people and like reposting their oh, shit. You went I didn't to go. Pink Shade. Yeah, I went to Pink Shade. Oh, okay. I was confused. I thought that was part of BravoCon. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Okay. That's completely separate. Okay. They just use that as an excuse to be in New York so they could go to BravoCon, basically. Yeah. But um, it was just, like, insane and, I don't know. Was it I insane in the membrane? Insane in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It was. It just sounded insane because Jen Shaw, who's going to get waiting for her sentencing in December was disinvited and apparently crashed the party. Like, there's footage of her, like, twerking on people at a party, a Bravo party, that she snuck into. Like, this woman is crazy. I love it. Speaking of people being places they shouldn't be, I'm going to try to tell this story as apolitically as possible. Okay. Yankee Stadium had a visitor. Did you see who it was? (laughs) Was it Ted Cruz? It was Senator Ted Cruz. Because I just saw like a, a someone in a stand and a whole bunch of like, you know, flip offs. And I was yeah, like, you, I don't know where this is. You need to know if you're Ted Cruz. You're coming into in, you're coming into enemy territory. It would be like AOC going to a Houston game. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's just, what are you doing, dude? And everybody's screaming at him and he's there rooting for the other team. Of course he is. Wow. Dick. I was just like, woof. Okay. So if you can get your hands on some of that footage, it's all over TikTok. I would highly recommend. I fucking hate his face. I don't want to look at that. <laughs> but people are screaming out some interesting insults. Let's just put it that oh. way. Leave well, it's it, New York. Yeah, leave it to New York. That's all I have mm-hmm. to say. It was pretty interesting. All right. <laughs> so we are down to, we have one week left. Yes. And I and can't believe it doesn't seem like they're going to do like a retrospective next week. Nope. Nope. And I'm telling you right now, I am flip-flopping like, who's a flip-flopper? <laughs> I'm trying to think of, somebody politically was called a flip-flopper. Was it John Kerry when he was run for president? I forget. Oh, I am flip-flopping no. like a maniac. Let me just say that because I'm like one minute I can make a really compelling case for why Mitch and Kristen are both going to say yes. And in the next minute, I'm like, no, they're both going to say no. And it's all going to fall apart. Um, I just I I don't know. So what we'll do is we'll go through couple by couple. And at the end of each couple, we will mm-hmm. talk about who we think is going to say yes, who we think is going to say no. Now we also have the the foresight of having the previews. So we saw the mm-hmm. previews. Yeah. And there was one very telling thing in the preview. And that was Pastor Cal looking at Dr. Pepper like, what are they talking about? So they're disappointed in somebody's decision. Yeah. So that means it's some either somebody who we think looks good, they think should be together that's going to say no. Mm Mm-hmm. Or somebody who should not be together looking at you, Alexis and Justin, (laughs) and say yes. 
So, you know, that doesn't But help. even if they were to say yes, I don't think that, that they would be upset with that. They'd be like, okay, give marriage a try. I think if someone says no. I think no, it's the opposite. Think, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's kick it off with who I was calling Mindy and Legelle. <laughs> <laughs> Guys. Did you think a head after that crash? A long fucking day. I literally have two paragraphs. Okay. <laughs> so Lindy calls her sister. Candace, right? Candace, I have, I have no can idea. dance, but it's Candace. Well, I was just watching Potomac, and her name is Candace, and she spells it like candy ass. Oh, so I'm always okay. like, Well, let me really tell you weird. something Candace is all of us because she is, she doesn't give a fuck. She is <laughs> sitting there like, My kids are lighting the house on fire. I don't know her husband's name. Let's say it's Joe. She she literally tells Lindy, I don't know what these monsters are doing. Let Joe deal with it. He's got to learn to deal with this. And there's it sounds like somebody's being murdered in the background. I'm like, this is me from 2006 to like 2013. That was every phone call I tried to make during that period. Wow. So she doesn't have time for this. And she hates her husband. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Lindy tells Candace how Miguel has been an asshole for the past week. The sister's totally distracted. And Lindy's like, oh, don't get distracted in front of Miguel because he'll flip out on you. And then we get a montage of Lindy just being distracted every single time they try to talk. <laughs> and I love yeah. how. So you're a writer. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've read your stuff in public before. Yes. You don't stop mid line. Like, you're not no. interrupted midline and then have somebody go, wait, so so how did he drop it? And then you have to go, like, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't talk like that. <laughs> if you stop me after I'm like, drop it like it. Wait, drop it like how? I'm just going to be like, you know what? Never mind. Let's move on. That's, yeah. that's it. Moment's over. So we get a little bit of that. And then, I don't know, the sister's telling her, like, you got to figure out what you want to fight for. There, Nothing happens here. Nothing. In there's a small group scene after they go on go-karts, which we can talk about. And Miguel yeah. tells the group, last week I was having some real serious doubts. And he starts talking about how he ruined the retreat. Which he did. He did. And Kristen tells the camera, it's good that Mindy and Legel are having an issue. <laughs> Legel. <laughs> because if they were having no arguments, that would be a red flag. And she's right. Yeah. Okay. Later they go to a winery and I just wrote, it doesn't go good. (laughs) (laughs) He apologizes for his shitty behavior, but they end up just having more of a circular conversation. I mean, they really could have done without this whole episode. This week should have been decision day. This is so weird. I agree because the whole thing of them, you know, then they could have just done like, Half of it, like two hours, and be like, okay, the first part is half of whatever this bullshit, and then the rest. Yes. Agreed. Leslie, you need a job with MAPS production. Yes. Hire me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Miguel apologizes, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, I don't want to be accused of gaslighting anybody. I don't want to be accused of controlling anybody. And then he says, I don't know if I could be the husband you need me to be to hold you excuse me hold you accountable call you out on your shit and she's like uh what'd you say (laughs) i didn't tell you to do that yeah she's like i didn't mean it like that i just meant when i'm low step up yeah she's who knows what truth she's telling here he says 
You're very theatrical and you're very emotive and it scares me. Takes a lot out of me. And he basically tells the camera, she's a lot. That's where my yeah. notes end. Do you did anything else happen with them that I missed? No, I just fucking hate them so much. Because here's the thing. Oh no. Tell the your moment, truth, girl. I'm telling you, the moment that dick went in that pee, oh, that D went the- in the pee, he lost interest. <laughs> and he has been trying to get out of this and be an asshole, but not look like an asshole. So he gaslights her. I'm mm. just like so over him. Go away. You're a nerd. There's a reason why girls didn't want to fuck you in high Whoa. school. Oh, but he puts on the glasses and I would consider it. No. I mean, he's if he's way- being I'm that gonna, much of a dick. I'm yeah. going to tell you honestly, though, he's way too machismo for me. Like, I yeah, couldn't that's deal the thing. with that. No way. That's a turn off. I Mitch is like, no. more my vibe. Like a little male feminist there. Yeah, we know. We know. Yeah. You've been defending him all season. <laughs> but you know what? This episode, I was like, I see what Amy sees. I get it. There was like a, a moment when he they were on the couch. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I see it now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts, Miguel and Lindy? Who's going to say yes? Who's going to say no? Are they yes? Are they no? I'm thinking they're both a yes and they're both going to say yes. I do not want them to say yes. I, I don't think they gonna, should. I don't think they should. I think... If Miguel is a fucking real man, let's test your manhood right now. You would say no. Because why drag this out? Because we know that after the decision day, when they do the reunion, they're going to be broken up. Yes. Why yes. do this? Yes. I'm I'm agreeing with you on that. Yes on decision day, no by the reunion. <laughs> so it's like, why? why? Yeah, I agree. Because there's like two tell-alls. They released the schedule. There's like decision day, two tell-alls, and then a where are they now? Oh, Lord. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go to Justin and Alexis. Okay. So, Justin's FaceTiming his mom, and he talks about giving up Maya. So, this is a recurring theme. And this is a big deal. (laughs) It is a big deal. Because, honestly, I would never give up Joey. Let's just If you give up Joey, it better be to me. I wouldn't, my mom would take him before I'm like, hey, I'm gonna, she's like, no, he's mine. So, yeah. Get in line. Get in line. Yeah. He has like a whole world that wants to get Joey. He's my baby. So, yeah. So, he keeps telling her, like, I was under the impression that Alexis would say yes on decision day based on this sacrifice. And I'm just like, dude, she told you right after you told her this, because he kind of in so many words said this to her, I think last week. And Mm -hmm. she was kind of like, I don't want you to lower this over my head. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, that's exactly what he's going to do. Yep. Especially when you start talking down to him because she'll, it's a compliment sandwich, you know, where she'll give him like, Hey babe, blah, blah, blah. And then give him undercuts him. And then does another compliment. Like, cause mm-hmm. you know, we have issues. <laughs> Me too. And it's like, no bitch, we, we see what you're doing. I always called that a fuck you with love. Fuck you with yeah. love. <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. you with love. Mm-hmm. So I don't, at some point, the mom is like, he starts talking about <laughs> issues in the bedroom. Can I just say something? Can I just say something? Yeah. Can I point something out? You should see my face. <laughs> I'm going to point something out. Episode, yeah. episode, Season 15, episode one. Leslie's notes are so detailed. She has every sentence that every person says. Every <laughs> face emotion everything the mother at some point the mother says <laughs> because i tuned out i stopped like i was i was typing and i just deleted because i was like what the i literally wrote what the fuck is happening why is this conversation happening it has broken why? you the circular logic and talking has broken you 
because I was taking notes and then I would read them back and I'm like, they're not saying anything. No, Why they're am I not saying this? anything. Yes, I agree. So the mom starts asking him like, so are you not freaky enough in the bedroom? And he's like, oh, I'm freaky. And I'm just like, why are we talking about this with your mom? <laughs> so that's where I kind of like had like a, a minor stroke and was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> So then we cut over. So this is going to be cutting back and forth between her and Ale- between Justin and Alexis. So then we see Alexis talking to her mom via FaceTime. And Alexis claims to be split on her decision, which I call bullshit. I feel like she is so ready to say no hmm. that she's I just pretending too. to look like a good guy saying like, I'm still weighing my options, blah, blah, blah. But she is not into this guy. And I don't think she should say yes. She's clearly she not into not. him. Yeah, she. I don't know what she was feeling on the honeymoon. Maybe she thought there would be some good P in the D or D in the yeah. P. Not P in the D, <laughs> D in the P. But she let it get like away with her and she set the bar way too high on the honeymoon. That's yeah. why everybody hates her because she's like doing this, this like walking back and she wouldn't yep. have needed to if she didn't get carried away. And then she just, all she does is complain to her mom and I'm just like... <laughs> You know that you don't like this She does is complain to her mom. I was like, all she does is complain to her mom about him. She doesn't know his thoughts. He overthinks things. And her mom tells her marriage is special. And she knows that she's a runner. So she has to think. She has to pretty much be sure that he's the right one. Because she's a runner. So don't run, but make sure he's the right one. Runner is the least problematic. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then Alexis tells producers that Justin may be giving her lip service and not making any improvements, that he gets in his head a lot. And I'm just like, okay, so this week, what is the argument? The argument is that he doesn't communicate properly, apparently, that he gets in his head and he's he's a saboteur. And I'm like, no, 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 that's you, because that's what you're doing. Yes. You're not giving this man a chance for whatever reason. And it's justifiable. If you're not feeling someone, you're not feeling them, but don't. Don't drag this man and if we you know. if we so I don't know I look I know the word gaslighting is thrown around a lot. I yeah. feel like this is some version of that because she's convincing him that mm-hmm. he is the problem. Yep. And he's not. He's not. She's pointing out like character traits of his that are just character traits. Mm-hmm. And saying their flaws and making him feel bad about them, but then like almost manipulating him to think that she's not doing that or she's doing it for his own good. It's really diabolical. And she's always like explaining to him, see like, and then he'll say, he'll parrot what she wants to hear. And then she'll be like, you see, baby, that's what I mean. And I'm like, this is what you want. Just the condescension is, it's a whole new level. It's so proud of you. So proud of you for seeing how fucked up you are that I made you feel. Exactly. Okay. So this is the thing, because later on, when they do meet up after they had the conversations with their parents, she does tell him that she's proud of him and that she wants to be able to honor him and create a safe space for him to express himself. And I'm like, this is all bullshit. You're just throwing out phrases, keywords, buzzwords. Mm -hmm. You don't mean any of this. And Justin tells her that he would like her to be a little more dominant in the bedroom and initiate sex. And he tells her what his mom said about getting freaky and she's like why are we she had the same reaction that i did like why was that a conversation it's the appropriate reaction yeah so she then tells him that she still has doubts 
And we get this, um, the title of the episode because then she's like, this is not best friends at first sight. This is, and I'm just like, oh, Lord. If that's, so that's what best episode. friends looks like, I, I don't want to see her idea of enemies. <laughs> exactly. She's like telling a national television audience that this guy has a broken dick. Basically, and that he doesn't know how to thrust well because he should go to the gym and find a machine that does that. Like, what? (laughs) And then she's talking about, like, maybe we're better just being friends. And I'm like, that's the thing. You've wanted to say that all along, but you're trying to, like, be quote-unquote nice about it. You're just stringing him along. Just cut the cord. Yeah, she can't can't get it out of her head. This reminds me of Dave and Amber. What? What season was that? I want to say it was the season with Bobby and Danielle. So it was Texas. I just forget. Dallas? Are we in Dallas now? No, we're in San Diego. We were in Houston. (laughs) Houston, that's what I meant. I think they were in Dallas at some point. And it reminded me of this couple, Dave and Amber, who I really liked. But Dave knew Amber. He had he had a friend who had like matched with her or banged her or something and he could not yes get i remember th- saw this yes. i saw that season vaguely remember yes. it yep this is the same thing like mm-hmm. he can't get she can't get past that they had matched two or three times on hinge yep. and she had rejected him and yep. she like she still has that in her head like she just doesn't want him done over swipe move it's, Which way do you swipe ridiculous. on Tinder? I don't even know. Swipe left? Yes, yeah, swipe left to reject right to Okay, link. so left. You know, say yes. Yeah, left. swipe left. Mm-hmm. So then we later see them at home. So this is like later on in the episode and they crawl into bed and talk about how it's almost been eight weeks and it starts to talk about how they're feeling and she tells them she wants to walk into decision day knowing 100% that that was her man and she says she wants to work it out and says she needs affirmation and she tells them she wants them to have what they initially had you know the literal honeymoon stage when they were at the honeymoon (laughs) and got along for two days if we can only get back to those two days (laughs) so it's like the last night before decision day everybody has to kind of you know, move out. The guys mm-hmm. all move out. The ladies stay in the apartment. And they have to spend the last night alone, basically, just to kind of think their decision and really, you know, come to terms with it. And everybody is kind of self-recording towards the end of the episode of them being by themselves in bed. Like, oh my God, what should we do? Decision day. So that's pretty much where we leave them. Nothing really happens other than Justin's mom realizes that her son can't bang. Um, Alexis agrees with that and is horrified by sharing that with her mother-in-law. Yeah. So it's just a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think they'll say yes or no? Should they say yes or no? What's going to happen? What's your prediction? Okay. So obviously they should both say no. Mm-hmm. I would love if Justin said no and he went first. Because oh, yeah. that would, she would look so fucking stupid. Because you know she's going to be like, well, I was going to say no anyway. But No, I would love if first, she says yes. And then he and says then he's, no. Oh, that would be good too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, mm-hmm. but this is what's going to happen. I think that he's going to say yes. And mm. she's going to say no. And I think that's the couple. The pastor comes like, what the? Yeah. Maybe. I think, I don't know. I think there's so much... I was saying, like, in our first couple episodes, they're dumb enough to say yes. It's not It's not stupidity, because neither one of them are dumb. No. It's like a hubris 
almost like they're just delusional enough to say yes and think they'll make this work or something or to like you said she'll say yes to try not to look like the bad guy yeah yeah she's very much self-producing i've yes. noticed that from the very beginning she's yep. very self-aware and she has moments where she's really honest like the part last week when she was like put up with and she was like oh i shouldn't have said that you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. so she's producing every segment everything so she might say yes just yeah. to be like you know i gave it my all i got yeah. jilted or whatever she's the victim now Yep. But all I know is that they're not together. They, there's no way they're together. There's just no way. No, you know the spoiler. Spoiler, guys. Spoiler, spoiler. Skip, skip, skip. He was seen after this wrapped with Maya walking her in his neighborhood. So Maya's back. Oh, oh thank God. Yes. So, okay. okay. Let's take a quick break. Come back to Kitchen Mistrin. Because <laughs> I'm doing it with everybody. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, we're back and we're with Kitch now. <laughs> and uh, honestly, Mitch and Kristen, they need to make it at this point. They need to make it. I want it. them together now. I wasn't a fan. Now I'm like, I, I see it now. I see it. I am going to argue with myself and make a compelling case for why they both are going to say yes, say no. I'm going to run through all scenarios at the end of this. Okay. okay. So they're doing some face masks together and they clean Mitch's wrinkle. <laughs> so cute he's like are you gonna clean my wrinkle Kristen says they're in a really good place and then they have the the face masks on and she's like should we have some sexy time (laughs) he tells the camera there's a lot of affection but he just doesn't know if they're the right forever match Kristen meets Mm. with a friend and tells her there's a lot of good there I think I was just craving so so here's what she's saying because Mitch said that on the honeymoon that he was not attracted to her. Right. It threw her into a place of insecurity, which mm-hmm. her response in that place was that she wanted more affirmation than she would normally want from somebody. So like, she's like, there's a lot of that going on. Then she said, I want him to ask me to say yes with like a grand gesture. I need verbal confirmation from him. You know, the marriage really hasn't been what I've wanted, but I think we could get there. And the friend says, what if you stay and it doesn't work? And Kristen says, well, my eggs will just dehydrate and fall out of my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. <laughs> so now Mitch meets with bro, his brother. And mm-hmm. he's gushing over Kristen. Like, oh, dude. He says the honeymoon or the couple's retreat was his favorite Kristen. She was being loose and goofy. Yeah. And it's his favorite version of her. But then I went away and like I felt like single Mitch again. And he's like, you know, I haven't been riding my bike. I haven't been doing this. I haven't been. Dude, you're on a TV show. You're filming and shit. Of course, you're not going to be doing that stuff. (laughs) So he says, I think we could have a really good life together. 
And I do love her. I have a lot of love for her, but I'm not in love with her. Hmm. So bro is like, do you enjoy being with her? Like if you're in the car with her, how's that? You know, could you guys just have fun? Whatever. Mitch says, yeah, like we have a great partnership. And the brother's like, that is rare. Like you don't know how rare it is to find somebody that you just connect with like that. And trust and partnership is everything. And bro says, I just don't want you to walk away from a good thing because you're being naive. And I thought that was a good, yeah, a good thing. Now this this got to Mitch, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Because like a uh, second round of this show, second act, we have a different Mitch. <laughs> yeah, the one that I was like, I like this dude. Mitch is turtlenecked up. He's turtlenecking up, which means <laughs> it's business. They go to a fancy dinner. He at least has the sense to wear a black turtleneck and not eat pasta. Unlike Nate, we'll talk about it. <laughs> Mitch has reserved a room for them. It's really nice. Here's literally why I've written. It's really nice. He's wearing his business turtleneck and Kristen's boobs are really nice. <laughs> and they're really <laughs> out there. <laughs> now, here's what they say. I wanted to write this kind of verbatim mm-hmm. because I want you to tell me. Am I delusional? Is he not giving her verbal affirmation? Because it sounded like that to me. Okay. All right. She says, I'm so grateful we're matched and to have had this time with you. What do you think our life would look like next? He says, well, I think we don't need to move super quick. A few days to a week just to be like two people in a relationship. She says, okay, there's something I want you to know about me. I don't do well in a confusing environment. I don't need a husband who I just date. I don't need to not know what the situation is. And what you're saying you envision our life to, to look like sounds a little like a gray area to me. And I'm that's not going to work for me. He says, I understand and I wish I wasn't this gray. Believe me. I know you want a stronger commitment and a declaration of love. And I, I feel bad about that. And if I do say for decision day, like, I'm really in this and I want to keep going, but I'm not you know, making a huge proclamation of love. Is that good enough for you? She pauses. I'm like acting this out. This is pretty, pretty yeah. good, right? She pauses and she says, it's a start. I'll take every little bit from you. I'll take what I can get from you. Girl, you deserve, mm-hmm. you deserve more. Don't ever say that to a man again. Yeah. He says, I will say I'm very flattered by you. And I wish I played the honeymoon cooler and was more optimistic and glass half full. I did a real disservice to our marriage, and I'm very sorry about that. And she says, I'm giving you the space to forgive yourself. And Mitch says, I just want you to know I will never shy away from the moment. I've seen many men in my family do that, and I will never do that. And I'm afraid to lose you for sure. I don't want to lose you. And she looks stunned. Yeah. Now, what do you think of that? That besides was being, moment- besides hanging on my every word and my riveting acting skills. No, on, that was great actually. Um, <laughs> I on that was the moment when I was like, I see what Amy sees. Yeah. I, I came around. That was the moment yeah. where I came around. Yeah. Look, he's not always going to do the right thing. He's hardly ever. I, I shouldn't say that. He's never. He's always going to do the right thing because he'll always mm-hmm. be honest. Yes, but he may never do the appropriate thing. Do you know what I right. mean? And he and won't sugarcoat shit. He won't That's sugarcoat stuff. And this is something I live with on a daily basis. I've talked about this. That can be <laughs> so refreshing. 
to know mm. like this person would not be here if they didn't want to be because they would never exactly. do something that they didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And Kristen might like really appreciate that in him. I don't know. I don't know. And I think he's not going to find many women who will put up with this shit. So. Oh, hell no, no, no. I mean, he's on TV now, so that changes things. I mean, he's going to find a bunch of floozies, but. Right. Mitch and Kristen go to bed, and she asks him if Luna could stay in the bed. Now, I'm here for everyone knows Aww. how much I love Luna. I spent the entire last weekend trying to convince Timmy to let me get a pug. I need <laughs> this pug. I need Luna. He tells her he has, now again, here we go, more verbal affirmation and proclamation. Mm -hmm. He tells her, I have love for you. You know, I don't want to lose you. You've made me a better man. And he says, it's very natural. We're a very good team. And he said, I have a lot of love for you. And he said, I'm not in love with you yet, but I have a lot of love for you. And then he says, you're a beautiful person. And I don't think you felt that way throughout this process. So I really want to make sure that you know that. Hello, slam dunk. (laughs) What more do you need? (laughs) And this is what I'm saying. When you have somebody who, not withholding, this is different. When you have somebody who only says what they mean, Mm -hmm. when they say something, you know they mean it. And it just means so much more. That coming from Mitch means so much more to Kristen than all the I love you's coming from Justin to Alexis. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's whatever. That's why, again, that whole scene, I was like, yep, yep, do it. Please stay together. Please. Because this is what she wanted to hear. And she got it. You know, he didn't say, I'm in love with you. But this is as honest as he's going to be. And he's fucking in. That's what you need to take away from this. So here's my greatest fear. Are you ready for it? I'm going to speak it into existence, probably. So okay, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We all know Mitch has Mitch is going to Mitch, right? Yeah. We all know he's going to say the say the inappropriate thing or be too honest or whatever. I think Pastor Cal's reaction is to a Mitchism. I think Mitch is going to talk about how much he loves Kristen and then at the end say, but I just don't think we're the right match. Oh. And that's why I think Pastor Cal, because Pastor Cal looks frustrated. Yeah, he does. So I think he's just going to be like, oh, come on, dude. Like, what was that? Because that's a very Mitch thing to do. And I'm not saying he's going to do it maliciously. Right. He'll say all these wonderful things about her that he truly means. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he's going to say no. Oh, God. I hope not. And I think she'll be okay with that. Because I think this marriage is meeting her 70%. And I think she needs more than that. That's true. She is. I, I forget how old she is. But she tells us all the time. Like she's <laughs> she's up against a clock. Do you know what I yeah. mean? So I think if she was 25, fine. You throw a couple of years at this and see if it works out. Yeah. I think she's around my age. So she's probably like, cut the bullshit. If I want to have kids, I need to. Yeah. 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 I think. And she's made it very cl- Like, I'm not saying women need to rush to have kids. She has made it clear she wants to have children. Yeah. So I think, you know, she needs to make a decision here if she wants to throw it. Because we know she's had a failed engagement and threw away a lot of time mm-hmm. on that. Do you want to do it again? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But would her kids be pissing and shitting all over the house and then you got to clothe them? I mean, (laughs) I'll tell you what. I'm (laughs) I'm just going to say this. I think Mitch would be a really good father. 
I think so too. And I, I think, think that, she would be a great mother, but I think he'd be a really good father too. I mean, the way he was dealing with Luna when they were like surfing last week, that was so cute. Yeah, and don't forget he was a manny. Oh my god. Yes. And we see him with his nieces in the beginning. Like yeah, he loves kids. hmm And that's gotta get Kristen thinking too. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, she's got a tough decision to make. You know she what does. I mean? But Ugh. we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I do think he's a no. And that breaks oh, my no. heart. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen. Guys, I, want to I hope yes. I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Get a prayer circle going. I hope yeah, I'm, I'm going to get my coven together and we're going <laughs> to cast a spell. <laughs> All right. Let's head over to who I'm affectionately calling State and Nasha. State and Nasha. <laughs> yeah, I get nauseous with the State yeah, of this Speaking union. of self-sabotage. Go ahead. Oh, my God. So at the top of each episode, you know how everybody's like self-recording and the couples are usually cutesy. They're either waking up or doing some activity. But in this episode, it kicks off with Stasha being one week away from decision day. And she is complaining that she is triggering Nate's insecurities because she can't talk to him. According to her, she can't can't talk talk to to my husband. Right. I can't talk to my husband because I trigger his insecurities. Okay. Right. So everybody's either FaceTiming or talking to their friends or whatever and bitching about their marriage, essentially. And Stasha tells our friend Jewel that married life has been difficult and that they've had disagreements and that Nate is scared to live with her. Again, his fear, and he says it again, she points it out. He is scared that if he moves in with her, it's going to be just all her. This is her house. This is her thing. I don't really belong here. He feels a little insecure about that because he's not financially where he would like to be, which is another reason why he's shying away from wanting to have kids, which he's said. So I don't really understand what she's talking about in terms of just like, well, we're not, you know, we're not communicating and doing this. And I'm just like, are you not listening or are you sabotaging yourself? And I think that's what she's doing. She's self-sabotaging. It's hard to watch. Yeah. Because I think he does love her and she's, I, I really, really like Stasha and she's selling herself short here. Yeah. And then we see Nate and he's talking to his dad and like a friend on FaceTime. They're saying the exact same thing. They're talking about the same thing about how, <laughs> oh, if I move in with her and then she mm-hmm. dumps me, where would I live? I'd be homeless. And he's scared. This is a legitimate fear for him. And at first I was like, don't be so, like, don't exaggerate. You have your parent, your dad, like he'll yeah. take you in. But then I'm thinking, well, his mom did abandon him. So that's part of it. Yeah. So it's a legitimate fear. Mm-hmm. So then, so the person that's on the FaceTime with the dad is like this female, 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 and, um, <laughs> and she's like, so what are some cons in your relationship? And Nate instantly brings up Stasha's geriatric old ass. <laughs> she's 37 and it's a baby in her. And he's Those like, he's not there yet. I dream, fall out of that ass. Look, I wish mom would just like fucking disappear because I don't want no menace. Um... And of course, he's just like, he's fearing that he's not financially stable. He won't be able to really provide for his kids. And of course, last week, the epic monologue about pissing and shitting and, oh, you know. Amazing. Beauty, amazing. beauty, beauty. beauty. <laughs> and then we just see later on in the episode, Stasha continues to sabotage her relationship with Nate. Because after the couples meet up later on the episode, they go go-karting and everything. Can I point out something through. about the go-karting yeah. real quick? Alexis was driving like a maniac, and of course yep. she was driving. I I have a suspicion she was trying to kill Justin. Anyway, go ahead. 
<laughs> oh lord yeah because she was in the front though yep um so yeah so sorry i drew they, you off they meet up yeah, after the go-kart they meet up after that and then what i didn't like was that sasha kind of throws him under the bus because she kind of makes this comment in front of the group that nate has a lack of experience you know yeah. because his previous relationship you know was puppy love because he claims that he wasn't really in love so I didn't like that she said that because it makes it imply something else as well. Like lack of experience. Like he don't know how to handle my pussy. I don't know. <laughs> I feel the opposite about this. I feel like if I meet somebody who's, how old is he? Like 30? He's yeah, younger I think than he's her. Younger he's younger like than 30, her, yeah. 31, something like that. Mm-hmm. Let's say he's 32. If I meet somebody who's 32 and they've been in love 15 times, that's a red flag for me. That is. Too. Like I'm okay yeah. with the fact that he was in a serious relationship but wasn't really in love. Like that's... He's, I think he seems mature to me. I don't worry about him in that way. I think so too. He's so, really grown on me. He has. I know you really hated him. At yeah, first. I really like him now. <laughs> so yeah, Wasn't so, I defending Olajuwon last episode or last season too? Yeah. I was the old defender. <laughs> <laughs> so later on in the episode, they go on a solo date and they're having pasta outdoors. And I was like, yes, this is the life that I want to eat pasta, you know, like on top of a mm-hmm. balcony or something. And Sasha wants to know if there's anything they need to discuss before decision. And I'm like, she's going to start again. Like, <laughs> here she goes. Leslie, this conversation made me angry. It was so weird. So Nate is like, okay, so what are some flaws that you have that, you know, so I should know about and Sasha says well I've shared all my flaws with you and then she proceeds to ask him about love where are they on this love spectrum like how is his love for her and all this and I'm just like oh my god what are you doing pull out the rating scale and he's telling her that he doesn't want to force it which is fair Sure. And she just stares at him because that's not what she was looking for. She was looking for like a grand, like, oh, I do love you, Stasha, blah, blah, blah. You mean blah, like blah, blah. Mitch? Yeah, yeah, essentially. Yeah. And he's, this is something that it made me chuckle because he's like, I still can't walk around you naked. So I, <laughs> once I'm able to do that, then I'll be able to love you. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which makes sense. And then she starts questioning. Like, if he's ever even loved her or has any feelings for her. And he's like, I do have feelings for you. But she's like, well, you've never experienced love because, you know, you dated someone for like two years and you lived together and that wasn't even love. So I don't want to go through the motions. So she's going on and on about like, we're just going through the motions. I don't feel that burning desire. And I'm like, yeah, burning desire is usually gonorrhea. Like, you don't want that. (laughs) So she's just going on and on about this and she's just pushing him to the limit where he's like just getting aggravated but he's being really nice about it and they're just talking in circles yeah over. i, I want to like if he if doesn't only, see her eff- she doesn't see his efforts and he's like upset and she's ugh. if only we had some like i don't know experts on the scene here mm, like some people with some therapeutic intervention because yeah. somebody needs to say to to um stasha mm-hmm what do you need to hear from him that you're not getting? Because exactly. it's something. Tell me the magical phrase. Tell yep. me the magical thing that he can say or do. Because yep. he is putting in the effort. He totally is. I don't understand. She's sabotaging herself. And I don't think, I think the answer to that question would be she doesn't know. She doesn't know what he can do or say. Because there's really nothing. Yeah. 
And he gets really upset with her because if you remember, which he'll point out, they did get matching tattoos with their wedding dates on their hands. And he's like, you're questioning my dedication and my love for you when I got this fucking tattoo. So he gets up and walks away. Like, he's pissed. He's Mm -hmm. like, "What, what more do I have to do? And Nate thinks that he's done all he can to show her how he feels for her and that he told her he, you know, he wants to love her, but... no, this is what he says. He says, if I told her now that I loved her, she's not going to believe me. So it's like he's a no-win situation anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's just doubting everything he says. And she follows him inside and tells him, I'm going to be honest with you. And he tells her, like, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't love you right now. Mm-hmm. And it's been two months. And Sasha looks stunned. Like, she was not expecting that. But he, because he did tell her he loved her. Yeah. <sighs> she poked the bear and that's what she got yeah yep yep it's it's hard to watch i i I think they're both a yes though because spoiler alert go ahead go ahead go ahead they were spot together a bunch of times after filming so i think yeah you know he keeps telling her it's gonna take me time for my feelings to grow i think they're a good couple do you i think so too i think they're cute together and, you know, when they are, when she's not self-sabotaging, they get along and they have fun. They really and you've seen yeah. moments like when she met his dad and they were talking and how, you know, touched she was. Like, it was just a good vibe. So I'm just like, what is happening? Like, why are you doing this? I know. So, ugh, this, guys. And then later on in the episode, you see them getting into bed and she asks him, like, what is he like about being married to her? And he takes the longest pause <laughs> where I'm just like, I think Stasha does like a quick little glance over at the camera, like a gym mm-hmm. moment from the office. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, is he seriously taking this fucking long? And they're playing like the Jeopardy um, theme. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. And I was like, I think the producers added like a sound effect they because did a clock there's like a ticking yeah. clock. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God. And then he finally says... The friendship as- aspect that they have makes him hopeful and says that he likes her personality and how, um, and her for being her. So he likes the way she is, even though mm-hmm. she's a saboteur and driving mm-hmm. him up the wall. And she tells him she's tired. Um, she's, she tells him she's trying to be transparent and as honest and as open as she can. And he apologizes for getting loud with her and losing his cool earlier. And Sasha then lectures him about using the tools the experts gave Oh, God. If I heard the phrase, the tools, one more time, I was going to jump off cliff. And she just sees going on and on. And and then he's like, I don't want to be stuck with you, essentially. (laughs) It's just like, what? (laughs) And he just wants credit. He's like, just give me some fucking credit for all how far I've come. Like, Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem to understand. This is huge for him. All the progress he's made throughout. Like, he won you over. Mitch won me over. Like, he's made progress. Yep. Yep, I agree. And he needs positive reinforcements, which she's not giving him. She's just like, oh, but I need this. I need this. I need this. And she's not Mm -hmm. giving him anything back. Mm -mm. And he's just constantly trying to prove himself. And it, it does get exhausting. So I do feel bad for her. Yeah. And for him, because this is not a fun place to be at. It's not fun. Ugh. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. When you think back on their story arc, okay, mm-hmm. did they need 16 episodes to tell tell it? No. 
<laughs> Five. They're done. They're done. These seasons could be ten episodes. Twelve with the reunions and stuff. Yeah. yeah Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anything else with them? Oh no, you know, they all what leave. does she do? She like throws herself against the door and slides down like in a telenovela. Like, oh no, she doesn't make any noise, but she does slide down. And I'm just like, seriously? Uh so I have them at a yes. Yeah. I think they will both say yes. All right. So to to sum up, what I'm thinking is we have two no's and two yeses. The yeses Mm. are going to be McGindy (laughs) and Stasha and Nate. Mm -hmm. Nation and Stott, whatever we're calling them. Oh, I want um, Kristen and Mitch to say yes. Kristen and Mitch. Mitch is going to be a no. Oh, no. And one of them is going to say no. I don't know who, but one of them is going to say no. Maybe and she'll say no. She'll be like, this isn't enough. She might. She might. And I think Alexis and Justin will say no. So I have two and two. I hope they say no. Like they the old need to say Chuck no. will, will, Chuck, what was his name? Two and two? Woolery? Woolery. C and two and two. <gasps> I loved Love Connection when I was a kid so much. I watched it on the Game Show Network like a few years, like in the early 2000s. They were like Ugh. playing it on the Game Show Network. <laughs> it was the way that they would satellite the people in mm-hmm. was like groundbreaking technology when it happened. Yeah. We were in awe of this. How could there be <laughs> split people on our screens? We couldn't figure it out. It was so fantastic. All right. Um, is anything else? You know, I just, what do you think about this season overall so far? Because we are pretty much at the end. It's too long. No, but did you like any of these couples? I love their journey. I did. I ended up coming around to them Mm -hmm. and I really liked their journey. I do think that Stasha and Nate weren't interesting at some points. There were sweet moments that they did have. There was a sexy hot ass shower scene. Hey. Woo. You Um, know, I appreciated Miguel's glasses. Yes. I appreciated all the faces lindy made when she was confused by him. sure sure i appreciated miguel's slam poem on a horse and buggy and her being like oh squirrel and just yes. like looking yes. or dog or whatever it was i appreciated um alexis and justin's like craziness it was fun to watch i think at first i appreciated them playing basketball that was cool oh when the dog got hurt i was really upset by that oh that was so upsetting that really like dampered i didn't even want to cover that episode i was just like i wanted to skip by it was just so scary but i will tell you this moment of the season can you guess what my moment of the season was luna um surf of course luna (laughs) on a fucking surfboard Surfboard, the minute surfboard. I would see Mitch with Luna on a surfboard, I'd be I'd be a yes on decision day. That's a yes from me, dog. <laughs> if I saw him doing that with Joey, I'd be like, oh my god. Yes, come on. Would your eggs drop yeah. and fall out of your butt immediately or what? Immediately. And puppies would come out because I only <laughs> hold puppies, not children. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on that note. <laughs> Guys, uh, next week, Leslie's out of town. So we will have a post-decision day wrap-up. But it, yeah, may, we're trying it to may come a little bit later. It may come like Tuesday of the following week just because she's got a lot going on. I have a lot going on. But you will get it. You will hear our thoughts on what is happening. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram. Maybe we'll throw out a couple things while the episode is happening. 
Mm-hmm. Little um, reactions. We're on Six Degrees of Reality TV. My personal Instagram is Amy Archer Writer. You can follow me there. And what do you have a personal Instagram you want to spread around? I do. Um, author Leslie DJ. I'm gonna start posting more stuff there. I haven't really. The Sinister Girls one is my main account, but I've also taken a break from that because I've been so deep in Bravo land and housewives mm. and like mm. guys, Kathy Hilton slid into my DMs. Like that was major. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Is that Paris Hilton's mother? It is. Oh, okay. And she okay. is sisters with Kyle Richards, who's one of the housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, and and also was on Little House on the Prairie. And also was in Halloween, the original yes. and the last yes, two. Yes, she was. Yeah. Yes, she was. She played Carrie, who is my least favorite character ever. Didn't she have, like, Scarlet Fever or some shit? I don't know. No, that was and Mary. And Uh-oh. she went blind. <laughs> Well, it's complicated. The real Mary went blind from scarlet fever, they think. They Mm. didn't write the scarlet fever into the scene, but yeah, she got really sick. Did Carrie ever get really sick? I don't know. I could have sworn she was like in bed, like shivering at some point. Maybe. Maybe I blocked it out because I just, oh, that character's the worst. I don't know. Have you Mm. met Kyle Richards? You should watch the show. She's the fucking worst. I'm not surprised. She couldn't <laughs> act her way out of a paper bag. Listen, I love to hate her so okay. much. Okay. I She's love to hate Cody to Brown. Watch. I'm on it. Cody Brown is the devil. Yeah, but anyway, so someone on, so there's this whole thing with the Beverly Hills Housewives. Lisa Renner's a fucking demon from, like, I don't even fucking know. And she might come she for me. She used to play Billy on Days of Our Lives. We all know this. She's fucking insane. Mm-hmm. And she's stirring the pot. And she started this whole thing about how Kathy had a meltdown and how she said all kinds of horrible things. She won't say what it is. So it's a she said, she said bullshit back and forth. And then it goes through social media and they're attacking each other on social media. Anyways, Kathy Hilton um, has been taking pictures with Denise Richards and Denise Richards has been palling around with the housewife. She was on the a few seasons ago, she got pretty much ran off by Lisa Rinna with a huge rumor that she spread about her kind of, you know, lezzing out with some other former castmate. And she's married to a man, so that was problematic, and she didn't want that on TV. So it's like this whole thing, allegedly, allegedly, I don't want to get sued. So anyways, I post, and I'm like, you know, Kathy Hilton is saying that she'll that she'll come back. May, will you come back if Denise Richards was on? And I tagged both of them. And Kathy Hilton liked my comment and then wrote yes with little heart emojis. And I lost my shit. I was like, wow. what the fuck? Wow. So then I did a screenshot of that and I put it in my stories and I did this whole thing like Kathy Hilton, oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And I tagged like Real Housewives Beverly Hills. Next thing you know, like two hours later, she like goes into my DMs and she comments and like likes it. And I'm just like, ah! Wow. Look at you. So I was like, this is the closest interaction with a housewife I've ever had. And this is like, you know, a friend of, but still, it's pretty cool. <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. So that's right. been my life. And that's yeah. that's on what account that this happened? On Sinister Girls, actually, because oh, okay. that was the one that I was using at the right. time. Okay, so if you want to see that, guys, head over to Sinister Girls. I actually posted it on our Six Degrees little, little thing, and you were probably like, Amy doesn't know what this is. I did. I was like, yeah, I don't know what this means. So that's, <laughs> that's okay. You still love me, right? Yeah. Right? Give you me know, I want a declaration of how much you love me. Amy. <laughs> from the moment I met you <laughs> in Philly. <laughs> oh my god. Now you're supposed to be like, well, I do have a lot of love for you. 
but I'm not in love with you. I'm not in love with you. That would be weird because we work together. Mm -hmm. So let's just, mm -hmm. you know, take a pause from mm -hmm. that. Step back, step back. Step back. And Joey gets jealous. So let's not mm. you know, poke the bear on that and one. Joey. <laughs> um, all right, guys. So again, subscribe, share, rate, do all those things. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you here next week. Bye. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.